Don't start on small island people, please. No, I'm not starting on small island okay, people. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good. Considering good. Jamaica's got, what, two million people, it's not the most biggest places, is it? No, not really. Although you people are everywhere. I've never been on holiday somewhere and not come across a Jamaican. Even when we went um, to this really random island in Crete and there was somebody there from Jamaica mm. sitting at a bar. You're always going to find it a Jamaican and an Irish person <laughs> or at a Paddy's bar. <laughs> I'm at the back of beyond with a little Guinness. You can always buy Guinness. Mm. You know, talking about the Caribbean, um, upcycling, recycling, etc. The, the, the recycling of bottles because you know up here we've become so obsessed with plastic mm -hmm. and you go down to the Caribbean I'm sure there's lots of other places where they still have coke and stuff in bottles and because you get money back from the bottle like you can't finish the drink before someone's taking it because they're going to get money from it and in doing so you create a culture where there's no broken glass and there's no waste because that bottle has value yes that's a very good point. When I was growing up, we used to have, um, growing up in Yorkshire, in Leeds, we had the pop man. I don't know if you had the same thing down here. Corona. Oh. I know, it's funny. It was called <laughs> a Corona man. Um, and he would come along with his flatbed truck and collect the bottles and you would get money back for the mm. bottle. Mm. It makes so much sense. Does, what happened to that? Somebody said, look, let's put everything in plastic because it's... Maybe it was a health and safety thing. Maybe, but I can't say I ever trod on any broken glass that often. And if certain cultures still do it, mm. and it's the kids who are taking the bottles back. Because if you drop the bottle and broke the bottle, you, you lost out on a drink. money, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my granddad used to tell me stories about how he used to scam the shop owners because he would take the bottles, get the money, and then sneak round the back of the shop and reach his hand through a gap in the fence, uh, grab a load of bottles and go back around again and get mm -hmm. some more money. Yeah. It's currency, isn't it? Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're going all over the place now. But those little stories is about choices. Now, when we went to school, you either got the bus at the time, two or five P for the bus ride, or you could walk and have money for sweets. So it gave you opportunities to make decisions, mm. you know, whereas now the world for children is so sanitized. It's so correct. You can't do those little. Can you imagine your granddad doing that now? It's like there's, there's a safeguarding issue. Yeah. <laughs> social <laughs> services involved. So true. You know, so true. I remember um, getting the bus secondary school. So again, up north we had this thing called Kachinga Saver, Saver Strip I don't know if you had them down here in London probably not no. it was a strip of card and you um, put it into the machine and it would stamp the date on and um, same thing you would save your strip so that you then didn't have to spend the money on a new one or we used to do a bit of a scam where we used an ink eraser and would rub out the date 
and then slide a bit of card up the side of it to be able to reuse it. Oh. Um, but talking about the sanitising thing, funny story, yesterday I took my sons, we were in Tesco's, and you know how kids get in a habit of every time you go into the shop, they think they need to buy something. So both of my sons have got a Nimble card, which is a children's debit card, and they get, I think they get something like £3 a week. So my son said, Mum, Mum, can I have this bubble mixture so I said to him sure you can and I took out his nimble card and gave it to him I said you're going to pay for it out of your own money and he stopped he looked at the card and he looked at the bubbles and he said nah nah I don't think so and he put the (laughs) bubble mixture back (laughs) and I was like you know what it was worth it just for that moment for Mm -hmm. him for the penny to be able to drop for Mm -hmm. him at his age and I thought yes there's a lesson learned yeah. in that. It's, it's going to cost something. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost something. Having money makes you think. A card is blip. Mm. When I have to count out 10, 11, 12 pounds, it, it's real. And it's really changed how I was spending money over the weekend. Actually, 19 pounds was 19 pounds. At the moment, they say, oh, that'd be 19.7. And you go, boop. Mm. You don't count anything, you're not aware of anything. It's just this electronic thing happens where you touch plastic and 19 pounds is moved from your bank account into their bank account. And just physically taking the coins and putting them onto the counter and counting out 19 pounds. It's, it's been a long time since I had cash, let alone coins. And it's, it's interesting, mm. it's interesting. Yeah, children don't really know and understand the value of money i mean you look at here we lead a school and um one of the things that's come out of this whole covid thing is the reduction in lost property but if you actually looked at the amount of money's worth of lost property we would have to get rid of at the end of each term was it was just ridiculous yeah black bag after black bag of lost property we would put it out and spend time trying to reunite lost items and everything's just kind of throw away now yeah and um children don't understand the value of things Mm. and they lose things it's like i'll get another one yeah yeah also um going home without your jumper well you're gonna go back to school in a cold without your jumper until you find your jumper there was no it's all right well i bought three at the weekend anyway so it's fine because that's also the issue when you have so much lost property. It's like, what are the parents doing then? You know, they just come home and you just, it's such a throwaway society. Mm. You know, I can imagine people are clearing out their wardrobes to give them a purpose to go shopping. Because it's the shopping and the experience of shopping which actually is, is fulfilling. Very much so. Yeah. I know people who that is their thing. Mm. And I, I do that myself. I can be an emotional shopper sometimes, and if I'm upset, I go on to ASOS <laughs> to kind of fill that hole or make myself feel better. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is for a lot of people, and it's just a, a thing to do, isn't it? Mm. Mm. I am now, and I find lots of us have got more disposable income because of COVID. I'm thinking about larger expense items. So instead of shopping each week where I can just, oh, I feel like I've bought something and I like it because I've got through that little fix. 
is now thinking, well, if I can go another two months without spending X amount, then I can get a large item. And it's quite interesting that how often you can look back and say to yourself, you know what, I have spent in the last year how many thousands of pounds? What have I still got to show for it? What you, know, you look around your house and you think, you know, what have I still got for that money I've spent? And now I'm thinking, well, do I get? I want more large, expensive items so I can say, okay, yeah, there's the projector, mm. there's this, there's that, there's that, as opposed to a little sixty pound here for what was that again? Yeah, because things don't last either no. anymore, do they? No. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about our like large items at home, washing machine literally got to five years and died. Mm -hmm. A TV was the same thing mm -hmm. and they just, they died a death. Yeah. And it's part of this throwaway culture. So those things aren't made to last anymore. No. That's frustrating. But you see, it, it, we're, we're going back to something. Like my niece is 32 and I talk about radio rentals and she refuses to believe we rented a television. She's like, why would you rent a television? And she cannot, she cannot cannot grasp it but we are now going back to that you know uh if you lease hire for instance mm. you're renting the car mm -hmm. you're renting the phone because you pay monthly for the phone you, you get these kind of um the car companies that you hire now they're just parked on street yeah the zip car, the zip car. Yeah. you just rent it for the time you need it and it seems slowly we seem to be going back. I don't own records, I just play Spotify. Mm. I don't own DVDs, I just pay Disney or Netflix. So it's it's kind of weird, isn't it? Like, yeah. what do you own? So do we go back to renting the washing machine? Just renting the, the, the television? But is that part of this movement towards decluttering? Because people are talking a lot about decluttering your physical space. Um, your digital space, your mental space. There's a lot of talk about that, and maybe that's part of that um, mm. because you know, having I was one of those people who had piles and piles of CDs, mm. but they did literally just sit there. Do you remember the CD holders that you had, the yeah. big long racks? Yeah, that was like a feature yeah. in whichever room. Yeah, I still have the CDs, but mm. they're in like a leather pack thing, yeah. tucked away in a cupboard, yeah. taking up a fraction of the space that they were taking. It, it it does it kind of cleanses yeah the space yeah which cleanses the mind yes you know i have um in my lifetime i'm 52 i think i'm 52 or 51 anyway and i've lived in 17 different addresses wow that i've called home for one reason or another and i feel like a traveling hobo i don't have stuff if i was to move tomorrow trust me what, three four boxes <laughs> Because wow. there's no stuff, mm. you know. Was it Rolling Stone grabbers, no moss? And it is, and and it's an interesting thing of baggage. Because in a capitalist society, the more you own and the more you have, it makes you feel that you've accomplished. So this is why we earn own lots of stuff. But as you're saying, we're now moving to this declutter. Do I really need it? Mm. It's like gamblers, you know. People who are addicted to gambling are not gambling because they want to make money. It's not a savings thing. You know, if someone gambles and won 100 grand, they're not going to go and buy a car. Mm. They're just going to keep gambling. Mm. It's a fix, isn't it? You just need to go through that mind behaviour. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're, we're seeking space, I think, 
as human beings, particularly in this time, we're seeking that space, that decluttered digital space, mental space, physical space. Maybe it's because everywhere's so busy now, there are so many more cars, you, you can't go out and get the space that you used to. And so we're seeking it in other places. And time, mm. time. I always find it fascinating in the part of Jamaica where my kind of my father's family come from. They call it bush because you're up in the countryside. And it could be two years, three years, four years, five years, ten years. It's, it was like yesterday you were there and nothing happens. But you're happy, you know. Walking to the local shop, ten minute walk, is an event. But you're just content to sit on the veranda and watch the world go by and you don't feel compelled like oh what should we do now what should we do now what should we do now it's just as they say soon come mm. and there is contentment in doing nothing this society makes you feel you're missing out if you're not busy busy means important so everybody's booking the space outside the pub the restaurant to go eat to go drink and to go shop because i need to be doing something because the paradoxes with looking for the space we are not comfortable in our own space yes and it's driving people nuts yeah yeah and we need to seek to be happy with ourselves within ourselves we need to seek to know ourselves and that's where the happiness comes from and you're right there will be a lot of people who will be out there seeking that thing in the bottom of a pint glass Thank you very much for giving us your time and lending us your mind for this brief moment. We hope our views, thoughts and humble opinions have gone some way into helping you make a little sense of the big issues that affect us daily. Thank you.